Good morning and welcome to 136 episode of Miracle World today. This is part 47 of Word and Wisdom. Wisdom line 273. Let's go. It is an error of the highest order for true believers to end up in court settling the problems of believers against other believers before consulting the leadership of the house of the Lord, which is the foundation of truth. Get wise. The book of Corinthians chapter 6 from 5 to 6, 1 Corinthians 6, 5 to 6. Paul wrote and said, I say this to your shame. Is there really no one among you wise enough to arbitrate between his brothers? Instead, one brother goes to law against another, and this is in front of unbelievers. Now, we see today a lot of time when things happen in the house of God. I'm not trying to say the law of the land is not good, but the first place you begin is from the house of God. The Bible is the highest law of every believer. If you truly value the Word of God, if you believe in the authenticity of the Word of God or the inherence of the Word of God, and you believe that the Word of God is a supreme above all, you will always obey the instruction of the Word. That means whenever things go wrong in the hands of God <clears throat> between you and your fellow believer, or your chefs or ministers, the first thing you do is to consult the leadership of the house of God or that is in the house of God. You consult the leadership structure. You don't take action. You don't get offended. You don't leave. First discover or first talk to the leadership and find out what can be done to settle that problem. A lot of you today, do have problem with me other believers and once you have problem do not the your first you know entry you know the first part of entry is going to the court but you've got to understand that the bible says that the house of god is the foundation of all truth according to the book of, of timothy if the house of god is the foundation of truth then why are you going far beyond the house of god to seek for truth, hello somebody, or to seek for redress if you can receive judgment from the house of God. Now, I'm not talking of when you, the believer, have problem with an unbeliever. I'm talking of based on the context or from the context of you as a believer, when you, the believer, is dealing with another believer. <laughs> Once, when you start having problem with other believers, the first place or port of entry is to report to the leadership of the house of God. Once the house of God is consulted, hello somebody, if they are not able to settle it, you now can go to the court. And that is why Paul was so angry with the church of Corinthians because at that time they were ending up in the law court having problem with each other. And Paul said to them, I said, I said this to your shame. He said, I said this to your shame. Is there really no one among you wise enough to have betrayed between his brothers? 
instead on brother instead one brother goes to law against another and in and 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 this in front of unbelievers you say how could you allow unbelievers to be settling your case if you have people with the supreme wisdom people that are walking in the revelation of the revelation of the word of god if you have them why can't they settle for you so i repeat again it is an error of the highest order for true believers to end up in court settling the problems of believers against other believers before consulting the leadership of the house of the lord which is the foundation of truth get wise glory to god word of wisdom number 274 <coughs> those who are not clear headed and are ignorant of god and of his ways and are very those who are not you know clear headed and are ignorant of god and of the ways of god will be prone to sinning against their maker because they are not exposed to the goodness of serving god in purity the bible says in 1 corinthians 15:34 it says sober up <laughs> sober up another word for sober up is clear what minded glory to god or 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 or, or abstemious no temperate moderate hello somebody now it says sober up as you ought and stop sinning for some of you are ignorant of god i say this to your shame it say look be moderate you know sober up means moderate you know meaning be moderate as you ought and stop sinning for some of you are ignorant of god i say this to your shame any time you are not you know privy to the power of god the glory of god the walking in hand of god the seven hand of the king hello somebody you will be sinning against him without thinking twice i'm not trying to say those that know him does not sin but most people who do not know the place of god's power and mercy and deliverance and holiness and uprightness we go against god big time because they are not exposed to the mercies of god they are not exposed to the walking the power of god to the wonder walking power of god then i repeat again those who are not clear headed who are not temperate those who are not clear headed i uh, 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 those who are not clear headed and are ignorant of god and of the ways of god and of the ways of god if they are ignorant of god and of the ways of god will be prone to sinning against their maker because they are not exposed to the goodness of serving god in purity there is benefit you know in serving god in uprightness and in purity no righteousness is power i'm telling you sin no takes away your confidence sin exposes you to the enemy to attack you know to the attack of the enemy sin or go you know makes you naked in the in the in, in the in the presence of your enemy but once you are serving god in purity glory god you become as bold as the lion that's why paul says sober up as you ought to and stop sinning some of you are ignorant of god i say this to your shame meaning you are ignorant of god that is why you're sinning against god if you're clear minded hello somebody you will be very careful on how you walk with your maker on what you do against your god 
glory to God. <laughs> Word and wisdom number 275. No, sorry, number 275, I'm right. It is evil to mistreat people who has given you their heart and offered you a hand of fellowship. If they have opened their heart to you, you too must do the same. Don't be ungrateful wife, husband, and or friend. Hello, somebody. A lot of people today, they are so ungrateful to people that have loved them, people that have cared for them, people that extended hand of marriage to them, hand of fellowship, hand of business partnership to them. People that have made you, why are you close-minded to them if they've been open-minded to you? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 11 to 13, Paul wrote, We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and open our heart to you and open wide our heart to you. We are not withholding our affection from you, our love from you, but you are withholding yours from us. As a fair exchange, as a fair exchange, I speak as to my children, open wide your heart also. Glory to God. Paul said to the, to the Corinthian church, say, look, we've opened our heart to you. We open our, our heart, not just that we open our heart to you, we open our heart wide to you. We welcomed you with open arms. We touched you with open arms. We loved you. We are not withholding our affection, our love from you, but you are withholding yours from us as a fair exchange. I speak as to my children, open wide your, your own heart also to us. That means you love is exchange. Hello, somebody. The more people love you, the more you should love them back. Because if they keep loving you and you're not loving them back, one day they will have nothing to love you with. This, this, this thing happens often in marriage. Where you see a man, you know, make so much sacrifice and marry a lady. Hello. And that lady comes in, refuses to honor that man, refuses, you know, to, you know, to show that man honor. A man, when a man, I believe that when a man extends a hand of fellowship, a hand of marriage to a lady, because there are too many ladies the man could have gone to, but that man ended up with you. That means that man truly loves and cares for you. And it is your duty to honor that man because the man has shown you his affection. Now it is your duty to show that man your own affection too. It is an, with that affection, that man will not come to you. The same thing is applicable, you know, to a woman. When a woman says, I do to a man, that means he truly value you. That you are not also supposed to abuse that woman, hello somebody, and to, and to degrade her. So it is important that we learn to honor people that have extended hand of fellowship. Paul said, look, is it not the right thing? Is it not a fair exchange for you to open hard your, wide, wide your heart? In the same way, we've opened wide our own heart. If people have loved you, why don't you love them back? Hello, somebody. If you know you're not going to lo- love them back, please stop receiving their own love. Hello, somebody. You don't just be a dead sea. You always keep receiving, but you don't give out. It is the same to keep receiving and not giving. The best thing that will happen to you is to love people that have loved you. Love them back in the same way. Show them you know, your heart in the same way. Stop you know, hiding and, and, and closing your heart against them. Some of you have a hardened heart against men and women who truly have valued you and have given you trust. Where is your own trust? Oh, Kinala by Santa. Word and wisdom number 276. 
Most church folks think that the pastors are there for the money. No wonder they do not support the called, the called, nor, nor give to the kingdom. But many of them do not know that most, most, men of, most, most men of God are not seeking for the material things, but are there to give meaning to their life. Hello, somebody. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 2, verse 14. He says, See, I am ready to come to you a third time. Paul was writing here. I will not be a burden because I am not seeking for your position. I am not seeking for your position. I'm not coming to you because I want your possessions. But for you, but for you, but you. I'm not seeking for your position, but you. I want you to be transformed. I want you to be saved. For children should not have to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. Are you there, somebody? Many of you today do not know. That many ministers want to see your transformation. They want to see your life change. They want to see, make sure you make heaven. They are so protective of you. They want you to live long. They do not want anything to hurt you. A true man of God never wants anything to hurt people he is pastoring. Because he too will go through pain. He want to make sure they have a good life. He don't, he don't want them to be broken, shattered, and demeaned. But most believers think that the pastors are just pastoring them because the pastor is interested in their pocket or on their table. I want you to know the majority of true men of God are not there for the money, as some of you may think, but they are there just for you to help you save your soul. I repeat again, most church folks think that the pastors are there for the money. No wonder they do not support the called, nor give to the kingdom. But many of them do not know that most, most men of God are not seeking for the material things, but are there to give meaning to their life. Please, I want you to start honoring people God has given to you. Majority of them that are honest are really there to make sure that you make it in life, that your life becomes an extraordinary life. Lastly, Word and Wisdom 277. Shepherds of purpose do not treat the faithful as just a church member, but treat them as a true father would treat their children. The true shepherd will do everything to lift those the lead, to lift those the lead. Hello, somebody. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. He said, For you know that we treat each of you as a, as a father treats his own children. This is what, what Paul wrote to the church of, of Thessalonians. He said, For you know that we treat each of you, not even collectively, each of you as a father treats his own children. In other words, we don't, we don't treat you just like every other person, just like one of those people. Well, we treat you in, in a special way, in the same way fathers treat their own children. You're not just a member, you are our children. Hello, somebody. And many of you do not know that many ministers have heart for those they're leading. I read again, shepherds of, uh, uh, I repeat it again, I mean, shepherds of purpose do not treat the, far, the, the faithful as just a church member, but treat them as a true father will treat their children. The true shepherds will do everything to leave those they lead. And this is how many shepherds treat their own church member. You must never misunderstand them. You must not think that they are there. They are there just to make something out of you, Lord, or to take something from you. May God bless his word today in Jesus' name.
Thank you, Lord, for everyone that have listened to this word. Bless and empower them for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This Apostle, Apostle Praying Blessing is Senior Pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. God bless you. Bye.